Does it ever get any easier? Nope. But this, this is the place for me. That was from Mending the Line. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. Marine Corps Sergeant John Coulter, played by Cinqua Walls, is serving with his best friend in Afghanistan, who's about to get married. He'll be the best man. But before that occurs, they're given one final mission. Now you saw the warno. Got one more trip out the wire. They're all gonna go home tomorrow. The tour's over. Still Marines, facts. Even still, how did they wind up with this mission when they were scheduled to go home? That's the question. And from there, you know what happens. Where'd everybody go? So John survived, but he was lucky. And he's been haunted by that fateful day ever since. As a result, he's found his way to Montana for treatment at the local VA facility. He's in the care of Dr. Burke, played by Patricia Heaton, who wants him to know that he may think he's fine. But the important thing now is to heal. So the good sergeant has a long way to go if he wants to pass his evaluations and return to active duty. He's already had to wait three months to return to what he calls home, but he's having problems adjusting. He's not the only one. What the hell is this world going to want from me now? You ever been fly fishing? Fly fishing. I think it could be good for you. Go there. And with that suggestion from Dr. Burke, John finds his way to Ike, played by Brian Cox, a former Marine and war vet who's wrestling with his own demons. But for him, fly fishing is the answer. Fly fishing is his refuge. Will he let John join him there? Ike Fletcher, right? This is going to be good. Now, at first, of course, Ike wants nothing to do with John. The first time Ike meets him, John's been drinking, which isn't uncommon for him and which doesn't impress Ike. So he'd rather sit this one out and let his friend Harrison, played by West Studi, handle it. But Harrison, who's his business partner at the local fishing shop, wants to know who this John is. Ah, uh, some VA sob story. Then you two should get along great then. Yeah, they should get along like Daniel Sun and Mr. Miyagi. It's learning time. It ain't easy. It takes practice. Do your recon. If you want to tap out, be my guest. So with that gauntlet thrown down, John finds help in an unlikely place, the library. At the behest of Ike, he's in search of some books about his new favorite pastime. And Lucy, played by Perry Matfeld, decides to help him, which doesn't start off too well. After all, Lucy has a past of her own that she longs to escape. I lost my fiance. But eventually, in each other, they find some understanding. I like it. Got it. That's a bit of a thing around here. I've noticed a few things around here. <laughs> and they'll notice even more before it's all said and done. After all, mending the line is a way of ensuring that the fly floats true in water. And of course, other things will need to be mended as well. I guess sometimes surviving is your punishment. So I stand in the river. And as the water rushed past me, I knew it was washing my burdens behind me. I then watch TV, then listen to music, fishing. That's all he's done. When you went to war, you survived. In the book of every soldier's life, 
The military is a chapter. It's not the whole story. All right, before we get into this, remember to like, like share, share, subscribe, subscribe comment, comment. <laughs> all that good stuff. <laughs> yes. So, mending the line. I mean, the most exciting part to me about the plot summary was the nature, like just the the vastness. I knew of you were going to say that. The, the beauty of the You just want to go fly and the, fishing, don't you? And the, mountain, and the mountains. And yeah, the fly, the fly fishing. Yeah. Um, yeah that's so you can cool. watch a river runs through it. They have fly fishing in that too. There you go. Oh, a double feature. There we go. Yeah. Well, actually that might be interesting to pair them together. But with that said, okay, so you like the nature and all of that. You do get a bit of that. The first time... They have a scene like that. Brian Cox is out by himself. You know, he's enjoying it. And all I could think of was the Hobbits of the Shire because of the music. I was like, <laughs> not that it's identical, but I was like, mm -hmm. the Hobbits would have their pipe. They would have the Levensies. They'd go out and fly fish with this music. That's what it sounded like to me. Um, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's up to you to determine. Uh, now, what I would say also, to be serious, is really, this is a blend of two movies I was thinking about. Causeway with Jennifer Lawrence and Brian Tyree Henry, that's on Apple TV+. Brian was nominated for an Oscar for his role in that last year. And The Karate Kid. Hmm. Uh, so when I mentioned Mr. Miyagi, I meant it. That's what it reminded me of. You have this old curmudgeonly guy teaching the young guy a thing or two. But of course, he ends up learning something in return. You know, so that's Karate Kid. The Causeway thing, you have other people who are making suggestions, of course, with veterans and mental health issues. It's helped you out. The very serious, important stuff. That's in here as well, because Patricia Heaton as the doc, you know, she's this all-knowing outsider. Oh, you two should get together. You know, we've seen this kind of thing before. There's a love interest. She needs healing, too. You know, because there's this whole thing with her fiance's mom, and she gave up photography. Why does she do that? You can guess. And of course, there are setbacks along the way for each of them. So that's what I would think. How does it compare to those two? I would say that, to be frank, it does have a few pretty good moments. It does, especially in its middle third. But the writing is passable at best. I think that for writer Stephen Camelio, deafness is not his middle name. Mm -mm. Mm. So it's not as good as Causeway, which wasn't perfect. And it certainly ain't no karate kid. No, no. Luckily, and you can feel a whiff of it from that plot summary, they have Brian Cox. And Brian Cox just has an astringency that's necessary for this kind of, of story because it can get too sappy. So he'll cut through it. Even that ending thing when he's in the hospital bed, you know. I mean, they're giving that away in the trailer. He's in the hospital bed, you know. Even that, he had an intention to it. So it was very sappy, but he made it work. I think that for uh, Cinqua and Perry, they do have a nice chemistry. I didn't mind watching them together. It was believably awkward at first. You'll see that whole library encounter and the book she gives him. I was like, that's one of my favorite books. And then one of the, the her uh, assistant is like, don't you know what happened to the guy in that book? I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and she was like, oops. 
and you'll see all that's handled. So they do have some little moments like that that work. It's always nice to see Wes Studi. Don't mind seeing him at all. Uh, so all in all, I didn't mind the earnestness of this. But when it's overdone, it is overdone. They just needed to get out of the way more. Mm -hmm. Let it be natural. Let it just go. Trust what you have. Uh, and I think the director, Joshua Caldwell, should have seized upon that. If I were the director reading the script, I'd go, wait, we, we can't. The script does it all. We got to really pull back from some of these moments. And we need an editor. Uh, at the end, it's almost like the Lord of the Rings at the end. How many endings are we going to get? Like, we got the message. Like, I know you want to honor these people. I get it. You can honor them with a good edit. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, you know, forgive the musical sequences. You get the thrill of fishing. You know, they, they want you to be swept away by that. Uh, you know that and you you even see it in the plot summary. They're all four going to be in the water fishing together. And it's going to be this transformative experience. They're all in harmony together. Kumbaya, my Lord. Kumbaya. But two hours. Mm -mm. See, even the birds going, no. See, two hours. <laughs> I think a half an hour cut would have brought a greater balance to the execution without missing a beat. And again, it would have honored the subject matter even more. So, you know, mm -hmm. it is what it is. It's kind of what you would expect from this kind of movie. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a bad representation of that though, which is good, but it probably can't be with the cast. See, they were smart in the casting. They were smart in that. So there you go, you know. Why isn't it an hour and a half, though? Why? Okay. So, producer, is that enough? Are, are you ready to be swept away by the nature, as you said, and, you know, make sure that your fly floats true and everything else in the water? Go ahead. Yeah, you know, this is definitely not something that I'm going to see. Like, I'm not going to choose to see it in the movies, but if someone took me to see it, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, the nature on the big screen. But I'd probably watch it at home. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going. 